thank you, Jesus, for this time, God. We thank you, Lord, that I prophesied that we'd be here 23 years ago. And, Lord, we are finally here. <laughs> I guess this is a great See, way to start this podcast thing. Podcast wasn't, weren't, wasn't a thing back then. Podcast wasn't a thing back there, but I said... I said, God, you know, we 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 have we're gonna have a story and we got a book coming and everything. And I, but anyway, I digress. We thank you, Lord, that we're gonna give everybody who tunes into this podcast exactly what they need. Lord, we're not gonna start every episode like this, but we're gonna start this one because we want to give you the first. Yes. We want to bless you in the first because that's thank why we're Lord. able to do it. You know, and they're gonna hear um, that this is our secret, quote unquote, to uh to having to having a better marriage daily. And so I just thank you that that to guide our words, you guide our subjects, you guide our thoughts so that we can convey to these people out there who are needing to have information and answers what they need. And, uh, you know, because there's a there's a lot of people out there who um, who are who are married. And, and, and what is what is the stats? I mean, I, I know this, we starting off the wrong way, but stats stats are like 50 percent of marriages fail. Something like that. And it's, it's going up, maybe even. And so we've been, you know, I've been trying to see, cause like if, if you, if you hadn't noticed already in the first 20 seconds that, you know, I'm the talker and she's the, she's the impact person. <laughs> so you, he, right. So, um, so we're just going to get, we're just going to kick it off, man. I, I just posted on Facebook a while ago, um, and asked my people, I said, Hey, what about some topics for, you know, married, divorced, engaged, want to be married folks. And I said, what's some topics y'all like to hear? And going through everything, you know, it's like, you know, credit score, what your credit score look like, you know, talking about the sandwich decade while you still raising kids while dealing with aging parents, communication, um, you know, what are your wants and needs, financial boundaries, you know, blended families. Look, we've been through most of that. Yes. <laughs> most of that we've been through most of that so what we'll what we'll start with today is uh one in particular that said um important conversations to have if you're considering marriage in other words expectations regarding finances kids wedding household divisions of labor sex family boundaries etc so i want to thank ebony cormier for that title for that for that topic um appreciate your help so let's just get right into it. So when we got together, you want to tell the story? Because you saw me first. I did. <laughs> yeah. Tell them how you saw me, baby. Tell them how you saw me, baby. Uh, at the Zodico. Now, these people don't know what Zodico is. At the Zodico dances. And, and listen, y'all see how she talking? And she Zodico she dances. she gonna come out of this eventually, y'all. She t- she talking with a very sensitive but, voice. But um, yeah, at the Zodico dance. I, I want uh, your answer air voice. <laughs> I started. <laughs> uh, I started um, going to Zodico dances, and uh, they were playing in Beaumont, and uh, I saw him him on stage. He was, uh, you know playing drums and uh, didn't speak to him that night. You know, time went on and then we continued to go to Zodico's and then every once in a while they would play near, um, I'm from Texas, from Port Arthur. So they would play near um, Port Arthur, Beaumont places. We need a sound. Pause. So where this gets good is because I said I would never, ever date or anything with anybody from Port Arthur. (laughs) He sure did. I said that was, I was very, very, very yeah. stern about yeah. that. Yeah. So anyway, so go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. I just want to put that, you know. Yeah. 
Um, so we just started to, I started to see him in places as I, uh, went to Zydeco dances. And so, uh, one night here, one Sunday evening here in Lake Charles, Louisiana, uh, my, my sisters and my, uh, friend, we went to their gig that Sunday evening and we were able to, uh, to talk Well, we danced at their break. They took a break off stage and then he came to ask me to dance and now did we're i come here. ask you to dance or did i do something else oh you can oh you came <laughs> you had a list uh at the time he had a uh a list of uh what was it called uh, it was a mailing list it was, was a, a mailing list was yeah. a hustler. And he was getting people's you know addresses and telephone numbers fans and things like that to let them know when they were gonna be uh you know gigging and things like that so uh we got on the mailing list and then uh i think what i think we did we danced that that night no i, I was playing we didn't dance oh, I no know. Okay. No, 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 girl, we ain't dance yet. No. I ain't really know y'all like yeah. that. Yeah. See, well, okay, so now here's here's the male version. Y'all ready, fellas? So, <laughs> so we play in this gig. It's the holiday season between Christmas and New Year's. And these four women walk in looking like quadruplets. Now, if you got to understand late 90s uh, Zydeco wear, you know, you know, the Creole folks and in Southwest Louisiana, you know, we go to the Zydeco's. It's very Western and hip hop at the same time, right? So they walk in with lawman jeans on, all four of them with the baby doll t-shirts with the, the, the V-necks and updos. Now y'all go and just, just figure out what the updos are. Something like this, but way more processed. <laughs> they walk in with updo, updos looking like four, they, they look like quadruplets. And so we're in that, we're, we're, we're in the band and we just like, we like, it was like literally we like followed them all the way. It was like wow, and you know everybody was just captivated and whatnot. And so at the at the break, I was like, man, I'm gonna go do this. You know, I'm gonna go do this. You know, this list. So I go through and I go to everybody in the building because you know I, I I wanted it. So I was ready to increase this this band's reach and whatnot. So I go and I go to them, and it's again, it's four beautiful women in a group. So, fellas, young guys, guys who ain't married yet, pro tip, <laughs> pro tip, whenever you got a group of women, don't you choose. If they if they all bad, don't you choose, don't you choose, because you're going to always choose wrong. <laughs> and if you make the wrong choice, then the rest of them in that group ain't fooling with you because you made the wrong choice. Hey man, you got you got to know these things, know the yeah. got to know these things, and so I just like I didn't even know there was a choice to be made. I just went and recognized and appreciated the beauty, and I moved on. And then later, at a dance in Beaumont, that because that was here in Lake Charles, Louisiana. And then later, a dance in Beaumont, uh, I was going through the crowd. We weren't playing yet; it was a festival. And then I ran into. I said, "Oh, I was like, oh hey," and it was like, oh, hey, you know. So I guess those uh, I guess those little those little fluorescent green cars worked. They were like, yeah. yep, we got them on our refrigerators. I was like, all right, sweet. And I was like, you want to dance? She was like, yeah. And when we danced. Okay. But tell the truth. What? You didn't dance with just anybody. You had to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I was a dancing snob. Snob. I, I was I was a dancing Zydeco dancing snob. I was. I was a Zydeco dance snob. And I had never seen a dance, but, you know, I was since, you know, 
in that little circle. That was the vibe I was getting. I was getting, I was getting rhythm from that part of the circle. <laughs> I was like, well, look, let's dance. I worked the whole circle, but that was the vibe right there, right? So we got there and we went and danced. I was like, oh my God, she can dance. So I was like, so I was like, okay. Yes, I was like, okay. Oh, by the way, we got Joel off camera. Joel's giving the signals. So you need to um, put your mic a little, yeah, get close to your mic. You know, you, or, or talk louder. Okay. Either way. Because you know you can talk. Mm. Give, me, you know, give me a, you know, so y'all yeah, gonna know. Gotcha. But anyway, so we dance. We get we get that thing going, man. And and then from that point on, I had just gotten out of a relationship. Um, and then we talked about it, you know, and, and looking, this is, this is something uh, we don't want to steal it from Mike Todd, but they talk about being hot, humble, open, and transparent. We got to come up with our own little analogy, mm -hmm. but we're going to keep, we're going to keep it real here. We're going to keep it totally real here. She was seeing somebody she wasn't really serious about. I just gotten out of a relationship, but I was also, you know, seeing casually people, you know, when I, where I was living in Baton Rouge. And so, you know, we just got to talking and it was like, you know, Hey, we should kick it. Yeah. Uh, note to self. Kicking it can lead to a long-term relationship. <laughs> Kicking it can lead to marriage. Kicking it can... That's a whole thing. Kicking it can lead to marriage. <laughs> kicking it can lead to marriage. Yeah, so we were just kicking it. Because, you know, I was, I'm, I'm always one... I, I didn't... I always want to set the expectation. Because I learned a long time ago that... And, and women, y'all can respond in the comments. I learned a long time ago that women just want to know the truth... And they want to have a choice. Yes. Now, fellas, we're the exact same way, you know. And, and again, we're talking about pre-marriage, mm -hmm. you know, pre-save, pre-whatever, you yes. know. Um, look, we was kicking it. And and I was just like, look, I, well, I'm not single. I'm single, but I'm not alone. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and we can just we can just enjoy each other's company when we're together. And she was like, hey, I ain't tripping. Cool. You know, and then, and then we'll, when, when y'all find out how she really was later on... <laughs> <laughs> she was like, I, I don't fool with many people for too long. I don't want nobody telling, baby. I, I don't want to speak for you. How, how were you I back wasn't, then? I wasn't looking for uh, a committed relationship. I just wasn't um, because of uh, the past and things that I had, that I had gone through. So um, I just wasn't looking for a committed relationship. And that's, that's how I rolled, you know, um, and and people that I dealt with, they they knew that I was upfront with that. Yeah. About that. Yeah. So so whenever I um when I when I when I started, you know, trying to to make some moves, you know what I'm saying? They they were they were always showing up at the gigs. Yeah. I mean, I was newly single. I was ready to spread my wings. Mm -hmm. And then I sent those doggone things to her house and I kept inviting. Yo, y'all coming, we're gonna be uh, next week. Gonna, you know, we'll be in Houston. We'll be in, you know, Greatwood. We'll be in be in you know different places yeah and so and they know, would then time they would show we up went. we showed up they would show up and i'd be like oh they're here okay okay all right great times yeah yeah great you know times. we had a great and time we loved dancing too so and then 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 you know you have the little the little generic conversation i'm like so what do you do and then she said i cuss and fight for a living that'll be a good time for the camera to go bum, 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 bum. yeah so what do you do? That was my answer. I cussed and fought for a living. That's yeah. what I did. Yep. She said, I cussed and fight for a living. I said, I don't want no trouble. I just want to dance. That's all. <laughs> I just want to dance. I don't want no trouble. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, she worked in the, in the, uh, in the jail. Yeah. Go, you know. In Jeff at Jefferson County. So, 
Um, yeah, I, I was. Yeah, I was. I was well into my career when we met. Yeah. So, uh, just working in that environment, it just you know, it, I had a, a don't I guess you know I'm not putting up with foolishness. You know, don't try to play me. That kind of attitude, and I wore it. I wore it on well. On my face. On my face. Give, give, me look, give me the look, baby. Give me the look, baby. Give me the look, baby. Can you do the look still? <laughs> you can't do the look no more? I don't know. That's a, that's a testament I'm to growth right there, boy. She ain't did the look in a long time. You know, and I, I told him, I said, you know, that way, you know, it, it you know, it keeps the riffraff at bay. You know, it worked for me. But I wasn't scared. And he wasn't scared. Try, try to look, baby. Try to look, baby. I you can't even morning. do it no I more. I did it this morning. Yeah. Well, you didn't really do it this morning. We was playing yeah, this morning. Because, you know, we, you, that's nothing. You got to keep it hot. Yeah. Yeah, I took her this morning. We went. We both got pedicures. <laughs> and when she was, I walked out before she did because she had to uh, let her nails dry and I was going to go get some food. And I waited for her. And when she was walking out, I was like, hey, 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 hey. Hey, man, hey, uh, what, what, uh, what's your name here? What's your name? You got a man? You got a man? <laughs> and she was like, I was like, you sure looking good? She's like, mm-hmm, Thanks. <laughs> And got in her car. She said, that's how I did them, baby. That's how I did them. <laughs> and that's how I do them still. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. You know, when they try to holler on the cool. Yeah, man. So anyway, so um, so th that happened. You know, we went out. We started going out. And then, you know, I started noticing that, you know, that I started kind of feeling a little different vibe whenever we whenever we get together and I was like you know I didn't want to you know and I was kind of like low-key asking without asking and I was like you know I, I, I want to ask you something but I don't know if I if I ask you once I ask you I'm responsible you know because I was like I feel like you know you don't have no situations going on on this end no more <laughs> but I ain't say that I you know because you know man we, we will definitely you know we'll definitely play stupid for a good while and I was trying it mm -hmm. but where she was which was a perfect situation for us where she was was she was like you know, if, if I get tired of you, you, you can play if you want. <laughs> yeah, I was good at that. Because what was your number one rule that we talked about? Never do what? You don't ever go what? Back. Ever. Don't go back. Once once a relationship has ended, I don't go back. See that face? That's the face right there. See, see it brought it back. It brought, <laughs> it, it, brought it back. I don't go back. Mm, I don't, I don't go, go back. back. Yep. And so I was like, okay. So I started, you know, started checking out. I was like, well, you know. So I asked. And when I asked, she was like, no. And I said, I think it happened by right. And she's like, yeah, you're kind of close. I was like, okay, cool. And so then I had a decision to make at that point because I understood once I done said it, you know, it's already in the atmosphere. So now I'm like, okay, so how much longer am I going to, you know, just hold off? Because, you know, I, I've been in a relationship for a good while, you know, and it was I was I was really enjoying being single and untethered per se. You know, and so I was literally driving driving home after after um after talking with her being with her that weekend and I was driving home and I, and I heard you've passed your wife up many times in the past. Are you going to pass this one up too? So another disclaimer to make, you know, while we're doing this is that Whereas we will, this is not a religious podcast. This is not a quote unquote Christian podcast. Um, whatever, you know, whatever theology that you use is on you, but we're going to talk about the principles that work. Mm -hmm. And just for us in our relationships and our relationship, 
um, what has worked and what we've based it on is the principles of the word of God. Yes. And so, you know, that's where we are again. Don't turn it off because we said that because it's going to be really juicy as we go. Mm-hmm. You know, this is this is just to let you know this is how we do. And I actually believe that I heard the audible voice of God and I said, whoa. So now I really got a decision to make, you know. So then I go home and I'm like, wow. And then, you know, I just I just went on ahead and, and made that decision. And, and I asked and she said yes. And and the and the me asking is a whole nother podcast because, you know. That's really funny, and it'll be great. So, now that we've saw, we talked about how we got here. Um, also, we probably should tell them we were a blended family. Yes, she was a single, you know, single mother. I was a single parent for seventeen years. Fourteen, man. Married. Yeah, like we see, we fight over that. The married part. I was. We were not married. Seventeen years, single parent. <laughs> And so, and I look, and, we get and, I, and all the all the single ladies like that's right. Get past you know all the introductory stuff, then you know it's really really interesting, really mm. interesting. Yeah, I came into his life uh, when he was fourteen, yeah. so I mean, I, yeah, I, I was fourteen, but officially seventeen years. Yeah, and uh, and little Sean was. Four. Four. So we we came in with each each having a son. Yes. Uh, and I guess what's you know to to keep y'all really interested in how the fact that we're still here twenty two years later is uh, now what did you say about children? I didn't want to have any more. Right. So that. talk about setting the expectation. Yeah. So you know I'm really good at communicating. You know and 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 getting stuff mm-hmm. together. And I'm and so you know we having these talks talks and stuff. And I'm like so you know kids. And then she say that face. She gave me that face. That face right there. And then you said, what? I said, I don't want to ha- want to have any more kids. I'm done. You didn't say I didn't want. Tell them how you said it. I'm not having. Well, I thought we, I thought we <laughs> were going to be real with we these are. people. We are. I'm not having any more kids. I'm not. So. You didn't even use proper English. Tell the truth. But you, I'm, say, I'm, I no, you, say, you say, I ain't having no more kids. <laughs> I ain't having no more kids. If you want a baby, go make one. And I'll be all right with it because I'm not having it. I'm not she having it. She said that, y'all. Enough. I said that. I did. She said that. I did. And look, so I hear my dumb selves going, for real? <laughs> for real? She said, I'm so serious. Mm-hmm. Shop closed. No more coming out of here. Mm-hmm. Done. Done. Done daughter. And I meant that. She sure did. So I told we about was how many years ago did we start talking about the uh the the ain't I happy that? Oh, probably about ten years ago. Yeah. 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 When we would, you know, our friends, his friends, because I'm four years older than him, but his friends mostly were just, you know, not, not if not just having kids. Um, their kids were like in elementary school. Some of them were were just having kids and things like that. And when we would talk about, you know, our friends and I'd be like, aren't you happy? We didn't start over. Aren't you happy? And, you know, I was excited about that because we didn't have to, you know, deal with having babysitters anymore. And then he he traveled a lot. You know, he, you know. He's a he was a uh, a musician, you know. He he was in the band and he was rolling like, you know. He was he was and then to the 
then when he um, got his own band, then he was rolling. He was going a week at a time, two weeks at a time, three weeks at a time. And I was at home living like a single parent until he came back. So I did not want to complicate that and bring a newborn into this kind of life where I'm living like I'm a single parent all over again. See, cause she, cause whenever, whenever, um, when we, when we, when we got married, let's just go to when we got married, I was 32. I was 36. And so I'm thinking, well, she just didn't have a good experience whenever, you know, she had the first one, you know, if it had her child. So but I'm he thinking. He held out hope. <laughs> <laughs> I held out hope. I held out hope. I was like, keep hope alive. Keep hope alive. <laughs> I was like, I was like, look, I was like, well, so I think it was just because you didn't have a good experience. And that same head, that same head shake. She went, mm -mm, mm -mm. I said, but for real though, I said, she's like, how many ways can I express? <laughs> how many ways? <laughs> how many ways can I express to you that I don't want any more kids? As a matter of fact, I never saw myself with a whole bunch of kids ever growing up as a little girl. One was good enough. I experienced it. I brought a child into this world. <laughs> One, that's all I want. I, no, absolutely not. Yep, she said, Lil Sean is baby enough yes, for him. Yes, because when we got married, he was seven. So I was starting all over again, mothering, you know what I'm saying? A, you know, a small child. You know, he was self-sufficient. Little dude was amazing, but he still, he was a child. So that was baby enough for me. And then, you know, then he had that sort of career. I was working out of state in Beaumont, commuting every day. It just, I could not see that working well, even if I wanted to have a child. No, but I yeah. didn't. Yeah, so so to so staying on topic, you know, because we we can go down rabbit holes, man. We So uh, we can go down rabbit holes for real, for real. Um so questions that we asked each other, we really talked about everything. Mm -hmm. We really talked about every, everything before we got married, you know, and you should ask those questions. You, yeah. you, you know, cause a lot of times you can get caught up in, uh, in the ether of, Oh my God, they're so fine. Oh my God, the sex is so good. Oh my God, she's so beautiful. Oh my God, he's so whatever. And then y'all, y'all, y'all getting stuck in that. And then just this big roller coaster and this big whirlwind. Next thing you know, you've gotten married and now you're married. And for some reason, weeks after you get married, stuff changes. <laughs> I guess whenever it starts to settle in that you can't go nowhere because you done, you done made this commitment for God, look, for God and country and your friends and family, you know, and every everything starts to get, you know, the, the pressure then kicks on. Mm -hmm. Did you do you did you feel that? Um, I suppose. Yes. I suppose um, the I, I just thinking about it now. Mm -hmm. um, having been the breadwinner, the everything before you, um, I made all the choices did all that, didn't have to, to run it by anybody. Those kinds of things really did kick in at first. Like, okay, now I have to consider someone else. It's not just me, you know, in 
just our daily living. You know, I would forget sometimes like, okay, you have a husband to consider now. You can't just just have a thought and then just roll with it. You know, those kinds of, I mean, really. Well, you can. You can. But then there's probably a conversation that's going to come with it. Exactly, exactly. So those kinds of things, going, you know, simple things is just going out and and having to, you know, remembering to say, hey, I'm going to the grocery store. I'm going here. I'm going there. Those things I didn't have to do before. And then all of a sudden, sudden I'm having to consider you. You know what I'm saying? And consider, you know, Sean and, and all of that. And so, yeah, it was a huge adjust, adjustment. Yeah. Huge adjustment. And, and and those are not the conversations we had. And Better Marriage Daily Podcast is sponsored by Drums Earwear. And I'm going to read this because I want to get it right. It's the pioneering Black-owned, woman-founded earphone company in the U.S. The first one, y'all. Um, their mission is to empower audio enthusiasts to safeguard their hearing, reducing the risk of noise-induced hearing loss by delivering high-quality, high-health-conscious audio products that allow for a profound understanding of audio at safe volume levels. Now, don't get it twisted. We put these things on, they jam. They jam. Right? It's jamming. What, what jam. was your first thought when you put them on? It's like, wow. It's so clear. But the, the one thing is that I didn't feel like my ears were hurting. Right. You know? Yeah. It, it, they, they're isolated enough to where I don't have to raise the volume up. You don't need to raise the volume up. Right. To hear and hear well. And yeah. I can I can hear everything in the music. Everything. Yeah, it's, it's pretty it's pretty amazing because they, they got a lot of low end. So if you if you listen to music with a lot of low end, a lot of eight oh eight, a lot of bottom, a lot of bass, man, it it rumbles. But it's it's not an offensive rumble. And and like man, I can't even turn them all the way up. So drums earwear founded by Dr. Lena Joseph Ford. She's a, an audiologist from New Orleans, Louisiana. Listen. Y'all holla at it. They also have the in-ears. They got the wireless buds, um, and they have a great microphone on them. Noise cancellation. They have active noise cancellation on these things, mm. which then once you put that button on, it takes the music to a whole nother level. Yeah. So drums, earwear, y'all go check them out at drumsworld.com. I think that was that was one of the, the, the things that I was like, okay, that I was like, I'd have to say to myself, I'm married, like for real, like, I'm married. Can you can you talk to the to the single person who is in their early 30s, early to mid 30s, who is thinking, you know, I, I, I think I want to be married. I don't know if I want to be married. And if they're considering being married, talk about the change, you know, to, you know, what I'm saying because you you were you were living your life not even expecting to be married. I was not. I was not. Um, this was a surprise. <laughs> falling in love was a surprise. I was a surprise. <laughs> no, really. No. Falling in love was a surprise. I wasn't looking for it. You know, I was living my life. Had I thought about marriage? Yes. Probably after my son Anthony had graduated, maybe. I don't know. I really didn't think too much about it. You know, and then all of a sudden we meet and then here I am, you yeah. know. Um, but I was I never was a person to to be 
thinking about it all the time. Am I ever going to get married? Is it possible that I can get married? And I've had a child out of wet, you know, I've had a child out of wedlock. Um, I'm a single parent. Who's going to want me? I never really thought about those things. I was busy living. So that was, you know, it just wasn't something that I just thought about all the time. It just wasn't a consuming thought for me. Um, but as a, um, a, a single person, I, I think, um, it is so important to have lived a little bit before, you know, getting in a committed relationship, marrying and things like that, and really do your homework and really, I believe the most important thing is to work on yourself first. Work on the 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 things that just work on yourself. Just figure out who you are before you marry someone else. You know, um, because I could have. Yeah, there are things that I went through after marriage that could have. Yeah, I could have saved myself a lot of heartache. <laughs> hey, stay tuned. Comes yeah, upon yeah. subsequent episodes I could have of the a lot of heartache uh, because I did not work on me. I was too busy working to live. <laughs> well, no, that's important. You know? I mean, I mean, yeah. let's 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 yeah. talk about that because yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know how many guys are going to be watching this. I hope guys are watching this because we're going to give give you some tools as as well. You know, as you know, in your relationship, that can help you to make your 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 um your marriage better, because and and even when coming up with a name, right now the name is Better Marriage Daily, and um you know, because nobody can give you a, a template for 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 making a perfect marriage. No. So because there is none. There's no perfect marriage. You got two imperfect people. How can you have perfect marriage? Yeah. But you can definitely have something that feels like perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 the way you do that is to to try to have a better marriage daily, every day. Yeah. So somebody asked me, okay, so I, I never told y'all what I did. I'm an artist. I play Creole rock and soul. So I, I'm you know I'm on stages. I'm touring. I'm you know doing stuff. When I get to get on TV, I'm loving it. I'm on TV. You know, um, doing hosting hosting TV shows, hosting documentaries. So that's my thing. I'm always in front of people. Always moving, right? And um. I I know who I know who I know who I am. Uh, what wait? Where was I going with this? What did I say? Uh, I was saying who uh, that that I needed. I didn't find out. I could have saved my saved myself a lot of heartache. <laughs> yeah, you know, had I figured who I was out first, right? Because I was too busy living. Yeah. Yes, I was too busy living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's too it. Busy trying, I'm too busy making a way. Right. For me and mine. Yeah. So I'm I'm up here. I'm up here. You know, I'm on the road. I'm I'm rolling. I'm in front of people all the time. There's women all over the place. And uh, after we get married, that's not really an issue for me because you know, which is another episode. Man, we just got all kind of episodes. We just gonna have to tag those. Um, because I had su- examples of successful failures, and I and my one thing that I said that I was not going to do once I got married was cheat on my wife, and uh, and my wife was going to be 
you know, my marriage was going to be the most important thing and I was going to fight, you know, to make it the best that it could be, you know. And um, so she's living her life unconcerned with those things. I'm living my life unconcerned with those things. Then we come together and now she's been her own person making all her own decisions and not having to consider anybody. And I'm up here because I want to be the perfect husband. So I come in and I'm wanting to take care and help and do and, you know, and shoulder and da -da -da and do other stuff like that. And she fighting me. <laughs> Tooth and nail fighting me. Yes, so not because the topic of this thing yeah. was the questions you need to, to you know, topics you need to talk about before you decide to be in a relationship and get married. One of them was, how are you with decision-making? Mm -hmm. And the thing that, that stuck out to me was, and, and you know, I don't know if most guys would feel this, but I felt, I felt a lot of pressure when she said this. She says, you know, being a single parent for 14 years, I don't want to be the one making all decisions. I'm tired of that. I'm ready to just be. And I was. And that was her thing, right? So then we get married. And there's nary a decision that she would let me make without her. <laughs> and look, and, and how you say that? And a fight, and a fight come with that. Yes. <laughs> and a fight come with that. With that. You know. Yes. So, so explain yes. in your mind what what was going on at that time because I don't I, know. I, I to this day I still don't. I know. said what I said, and I was ready. But when don't start life, it now. No, don't start it now. Life got real and we got married, and I realized like it is not your responsibility to make all of you said you wanted one thing, now you have that, but now you you have issue now with not making decisions. You know what I'm saying? With with not shouldering the decision making. You have an issue with that. So what is that and where is that coming from? Because you said you wanted a help me. You said you wanted somebody to partner with. And um, it took me years. Decades. Decades. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've only been married 23 years, but. <laughs> At least a decade. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little, be, keep, yeah, little, yeah, more than that. I, I'm, I'm gonna say a decade. <laughs> I'm gonna go with two. I'm gonna go two. I'm going two, Bob. I'm going two decades, Bob. Two, twenty years. But it took me. It took me about twenty years to realize what the issue was, the why. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm gonna let you and, go with that. And because I think this is huge. Yeah. So um, the why. God gave. <laughs> me this this like this huge revelation that it was trust i had trust issues and i had i never it never dawned on me that i had trust issues and i was like wow that's simple you know it it's really it's really simple but complicated in so many ways, because there's a reason why I didn't trust. But then Not my he, fault. it wasn't his fault. No, it wasn't. But it's like he had to show me that I could trust him because my experience was 
that when I trusted, people let me down. You know, they they showed themselves, you know, just yeah. They weren't to be trusted. <laughs> and 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 what yeah. what um what 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 highway was that at that Waffle House? Was that uh, on two, was, what is that? Three sixty five. Three sixty five. Highway like, three sixty five. So you can see they from Texas. They talk about you know the feed the road yeah. and, and Highway three sixty five yeah. and two and two yeah. two and all. Yeah. Oh, I'm from Louisiana. Yeah. I ten I twelve yeah. back road corner whatever. Yeah. So anyway, so we were at this, I, and I realized that early on. I identified that early on, and once I was in love with her, and we were in relationship. You know, we were coming home from a gig one weekend and, and, you know, we were eating early in the morning, about two, three o'clock in the morning in Waffle House. Uh, man, do, do you miss that? You miss that? Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> at the Waffle House at two o'clock in the morning, not, not the traveling the road, falling asleep. No, I don't. I don't. So anyway, so we had, we had the Waffle House, man, sitting up there talking. And I said, you know what? I said, I'm going to restore your faith in men. I said, I'm, I said, I'm going to make it my life's mission really to restore your faith in men. I said, you know what? I'm looking at you right now and I've been dealing with you for a little while. I said, and you have a 25 foot stone wall castle mm-hmm. around your heart mm-hmm. and your emotions and your trust. Oh, I absolutely did. And I said, I'm going to be a wrecking ball, baby. Yeah. That was before the wrecking ball I song. That. I said, I'm going to be a wrecking ball. I said, I'm breaking them walls down, girl. And she chuckled because, you know, I'd be kind of funny sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a comedian. And she chuckled and I said, but no, I'm so serious. I said, starting today. I said, I've been starting. I said, but I'm letting you know, starting today, yeah. I'm going to break all those walls down. Yeah. And he finally did it. It, you know, it took him two decades. <laughs> I mean, bruh, come on, you know, what a brother got to do. It took him two decades, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> no, it didn't. <laughs> See, when you he say was, it like that, was, two decades. <laughs> He was trustworthy, but I just the walls he he spoke about it. You know, I mean, yeah, it was a fortress. It it really was, and that's how I navigated the world before I met him. You know, even and it, and it, yeah. and it worked for you, and it worked. Yeah, it did. It worked. You know, and so I said that that maybe that's something because you know we're wrapping up. We could talk forever because, yeah. like I said, we got we got a lot of experience, <laughs> good and bad, that you'll find out in this podcast. But we want to kind of keep it, you know, keep it in in small bites and stuff like that. So to to wrap up, and I guess you know this is for ladies, and I'll give the men men a tip. Um, but women who have who are set in their ways and they say they want to be married. Look, they say they want to be married. Yeah, speak to that right quick, and then I'll speak. I'll speak to the guys on that other tip. Start, start the work now. Start the work now because you cannot. It your your marriage will be a failure from the beginning. Um. You have to start the work now. You have to, you have to, I mean, if it takes, you know, doing some, some reading, if it, if it takes, you know, prayer, it, it, for me, it took all of that, but, um, counseling, you know, counseling, all that deal with your issues first before you commit to a marriage because marriage will do nothing but expose you. Ooh. And that was that is what happened to me. I got exposed, not necessarily f- to to Sean, but I got ex- I 
I mean, I got exposed to myself. Like there were times that I'd be like, like, girl, like you have some, some, I mean, like the Holy Spirit would just like all of a sudden just show me something. Like the and, time, like the time he was washing dishes. Yes. Yes. The Holy Spirit would just show me, show me myself, you know, and I'd be like, wow, like you have, you really, you really do need to work on, 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 on some things. Yeah. Cause like, I'm, you know, you know I'm, yeah. we, we, we probably what about five, six years, maybe, maybe seven, six, seven years in, and know, uh, she's in the kitchen. She's, she's at the, at the, you know, at the sink washing dishes and, you know, we have a dishwasher. So I didn't understand that, but she's washing dishes. <laughs> <laughs> she's washing dishes. Sometimes it's easier in therapy. I right, think. right. But it was therapy this time yeah, because she was crying. Mm -hmm. And I walk up and I'm like, what I do? Mm -hmm. She's like, you ain't do nothing. I said, what I do? Oh, man. She says, you didn't do anything, but yeah. you're close. You go, you, you, you're about to do something. <laughs> and I was like, uh, all right. I was like, all right, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. And so then later she came back and she was like, God showed me that I was selfish. God, yeah, God showed me that I am selfish. Um, and I really do need to work on work on that, you know. And so that's why I say that marriage exposes who you are. And if you don't deal with it, um, your marriage is doomed to fail. And that's that's just the truth. And that's why we're here. We want to give it. We want to give good examples so that y'all can have examples to you, so that you that you're like us in some ways, in the successful ways, and you can learn from our failures, so that you don't repeat the same mistakes that we made. Um, now, fellas, um, I can say this. You know, this is just the introductory, you know, introductory day, oh, and whatnot. But listen, um, you, I, I've been watching. You know, I've been just. I'm, I'm always paying attention, and, and I've. I've always been a studier of women because, of course, before I was married, my studying of women was to be, you know, what I was. <laughs> I love me some women. <laughs> but then I say that, you know, I'm the sum total of my experiences in every way because all that all of that studying, you know, prepared me to be with this very, very complex woman. And um, I can just say this just from listening to women and like even now you starting to see it on the memes and the pot and the podcasts and all the all the little IG posts and Snapchats or whatever, you know, a, a man's job. And, and oh, and that's the other thing. We're speaking. We're speaking in the in in a marriage of you know a husband and wife. Now the the principles apply, and I'm 54 years old, so I'm gonna say these things in the context of how we've lived our last, you know, 25 what 25 years? Yeah, 25. Yeah. So in the context we live in our last 25 years. So my job as a husband is to protect and provide. And I add that because that's what everybody else is saying. You know, the, you know, it is like it is protect and provide. Well, you know, that's old school. But in that provide, what we got to add is nurture, you know, spiritually cover, you know, um, uh, what else? What, 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 what else is something that, that I that I do that you that you appreciate that that I, that I just that didn't it's not encompassed in what I just said. Um, you listen. The microphone. You listen and and you watch patterns. Come on, talk to me about myself, baby. Tell me about <laughs> <laughs> you do. 
you 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 know it's not there is not there isn't much that 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 will will well there isn't much that you miss about me yeah yeah because you my everything i know but I'm you, just you saying, my you my everything. Yeah. Hey, I am wholly and completely concerned with every aspect of your life. Your happiness is my desire and my ultimate mission. Come on, girl, talk talk about it. <laughs> talk about it. Yeah, y'all get yourself a Sean. You better know. You better recognize. Because this one taken, but you get yourself a Sean. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm mean, I'm like I'm like I I wanted to make sure that I that I that I was the best husband that I could be because. You can't go into a marriage planning for it to fail. Now, that was whenever we having these conversations, like we talked about earlier, you got to have these conversations. You know, are you going, are you the type of person that goes into a relationship considering failure? You know, if you are, I'm telling you that th that increases the percentage, you know, of the, of, of your potential to fail. You know, so I, I went in. And we did not go into the marriage, you know. We went in into the marriage <laughs> pretty much saying that, like, we're going to be here until, like, death do us part. Yeah. Like, we ain't going nowhere. Here. We're not going anywhere. You, you know, we may, we may, you know, disagree, argue, all that. But what we're not going to do is divorce, you know. And I don't know if that came from our upbringing because our parents were, um, you know, married for over 50 years, you know what I'm saying? And we've, we've seen uncles and aunts and things like that. You know, we not, we're not saying that all of it was perfect, but what we we're saying is that they had the commitment part down pat. Yeah. And, and, you know? and for all y'all people who, who, you know, all the new people who are saying, yeah, but it was toxic. It was toxic. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Some of them were. Yes. Absolutely. But you, you can't were. throw the baby out with no. the bathwater. You gotta take yeah. the successful failures yeah. and the successful and apply, successful yeah. successes. And you know, and apply them. Yeah. What they understood that was what they understood was life was hard. Yeah. And I'm gonna mess up, but that's not a reason to quit. Now, that's also not I'm not talking about abusive relationships. Nope. Not talking about relationships where they, where there's like no love. Mm -mm. No, I'm not talking about that. Mm -mm. Um, but but things where it's just like you know we don't get along or or you know it's just you know the money's tight. Yeah. You know you you just got to do what you got to do to get through. Um, but if you keep each other the focus, keep God fo the focus first for 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 us. For us. Yeah. You know because He is truly the center of everything for us. Yeah. You know. So we'll leave you with this. Uh, I was on the red carpet and I did an interview with, I think it was, it was uh, Ebony magazine or one of those, one of those uh, networks. Uh, I don't remember what it was, but anyway, I was on the red carpet doing an interview and they asked me, cause it, it was, the Grammys was around Valentine's day. And they say, do y'all do anything special for Valentine's day? And I said, no. And they went, Cause she was standing next to me on a red carpet. They're like, why would you say that in front of your wife? I said, no. I said, because you got to understand something. Every day we're trying to outlove each other every, every day. day. Yes. So Valentine's day is just another day. 
Now, you know, will we take advantage of that to go and maybe eat something and eat something we always wanted to go eat, or, you know, that we don't eat regularly? Yeah, we'll do that. But is it like the day that we show each other? No, absolutely not. It's every day. Every day we do that. Every day. So um, we're going to have to come up with a catchphrase. But until until now, um, you know, for now, it's just, hey, y'all, keep on loving each other in spite of each other. And wait on the book. Because that's what I told her when we got married. I said, like, we're going to write a book. It's going to be called Loving Each Other in Spite of Each Other. And she said, mm. do it for me, baby. Do it for me. I was like, mm. <laughs> And listen, y'all, I, I know we said it was going to go, but that face right there and the mm, man, look, look, just, just so we give y'all a teaser. Her first answer to everything for the first 20 years of our marriage was what? No. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying, bro? <laughs> say something and he'll say something and be like, mm. And he'll say, what, what, what do you mean? I was like, mm-mm. Or sometimes I I wouldn't even say, mm. I'd be like, mm-mm. she give me that look. She was like, do you look? And I'm like, really, bro? You didn't even. But that I, I believe that that was more habit. I know it was habit. It was more habit. Because I'm sitting up here watching. I'm like, because you didn't even think about that. I didn't. You just said no. But every, but you have to understand too, is that every day. I know. Every day. That was a part of me. It just came out. I didn't even, every day it came out. I did it eight hours a day, 16 hours a day. Yep. So coming home, I just couldn't, it just, nope. And and they and she they treated me like an first. inmate. She treated me like an inmate. <laughs> I said, I'm not, I'm not at your job. I'm not a customer. I'm your husband. <laughs> yeah. She was like, Well, right now you're acting like a customer. I was like, cold-blooded, man. Cold-blooded. But anyway, I'm Sean Ardwan. This is my beautiful wife. I'm Vanessa. And, uh, you know, we're the Ardwans and we want you to, you know, think about it and choose to love each other in spite of each other. So until next time, peace. It's still rolling? The audio is too? Okay, cool. Yeah. You know, so, so you know, it was it? at first, at first when you said book, this was years ago. I know. I wouldn't have been ready, ready for that mm -hmm. anyway. You right. know what I'm saying? Just no way. Um, I think we had to grow into who we are today first. Time has done its work um yeah but podcast when you first talked about it i was like Oof, don't do that either because that's that's really being it being exposed and yeah. you know and transparent and stuff and people see your your face and your expressions and things like that and, and they get to see how mean how, you really are you know you know Look, this they face, get to see how mean you really this are face <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, this Vanessa, face is oh, the is so nice. And I am. <laughs> <laughs> and I am, but Vanessa's about her business. <laughs> and Vanessa's not gonna just let, let allow you to give her a load of BS. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? You right. can't, you know, you have to understand where I come from now. <laughs> right, right. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Using that for promo for sure. <laughs> Take my time.